or is it uh, cooling now or is it both warming and cooling <clears throat> whatever the government says i believe them the kate daly show starts now And then we have political correctness, which is, which is the joy that is the other side of health and safety, which is health and safety, which is a small oppression of our physical movement, so we can't do anything without permission from the state. And political correctness, the oppression of our intellectual movement, so no one says anything anymore in case somebody else gets offended. <laughs> what happens if you say that and someone gets offended? Well, they can be offended. <laughs> What's wrong with being offended? When did sticks and stones may break my bones stop being relevant? <laughs> Now you have adults going, I was offended, I was offended, and I have rights. <laughs> well, so what? Be offended. Nothing happens. <laughs> You're an adult. Grow up. Deal with it. I was offended. I don't care. When you're offended, there's nothing. I, I went to the comedy show, and, and the comedian said something about the Lord, and, and I was offended. And when I woke up in the morning, I had leprosy. Hi there, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So glad that you are tuned in today because we have a, I have two special guests today. I'm excited, and uh, it's going to be a great show. Make sure you go to katedalyradio.com. Uh, you can get the podcast, and you can share those. You can also email me, Kate, at katedalyradio.com. And make sure you're getting a balance of nature. I've been taking this supplement. The reason I talk about it on the show is I love it. You'll feel healthier. You will be healthier, and you'll notice a huge, huge difference. And uh, it's affordable. And everybody, I think, should be on a supplement because we're just not getting that nutrition. This is uh, 11, 10, 11 uh, servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And then also a drink that goes with it in the morning uh, that's really good, actually. And it helps... Uh, Uh, it has turmeric in it, and it helps inflammation, and it, man, it will help you. And also, it will help uh, your blood sugar, everything. I mean, you just can't. It's just amazing. And when I started taking it, I thought, I've got to let everyone know that this is this good. And it's a very clean product. Nothing in this product. You can get 25% off by putting in the code Kate, and you can go to uh, Balance of Nature uh, just for listening to the show. Uh, they'll give you that discount, and I, I just love what they're all about. They're all about transparency, and they're all about a very clean product, and a lot of veggies and fruits, which I'm, I'm so I, I'm really glad that they actually put this product out. It's been going strong for over uh, 25 years, and they just do such a tremendous job, and the reviews are amazing. Uh, just go get them. It's uh, tw with the code Kate, it's 25% off. I want to welcome Alex Newman. I love having Alex on this show, um, coming back again and again, because he's always so fun to listen to. And you're always, you always have the pulse on what's really going on, the real story. And this is why I have you on. Welcome, Alex. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Kate. It's a pleasure to be with you, as always. Oh, yeah. In fact, can you just tell people how to find uh, your articles and, and your writing so that they can, and your, and your Twitter as well? Yeah, well, thank you, Kate. Uh, the, the bulk of my investigative journalism goes at thenewamerican.com. Uh, you can find that online at uh, thenewamerican.com, and then our print magazine goes out twice every month. Uh, you can subscribe or you can uh, buy it on a case-by-case -case basis, and then uh, I'm all over social media. My Twitter is alexnewman underscore J-O-U, and I uh, would love to see you there. So. Awesome. Thank you. I, we have so many fantastic things to talk about that people need to know about in this hour. I can't even tell you. It's loaded today. Um, let's talk about, first off, um, UN. 
I want to talk about the U.N. because there's always activity going on with the U.N. And we need to keep our pulse on this and, and, and really figure out what their next move is because they're such a, such a, uh, a strange agency. <laughs> uh, but go right ahead because I want to talk about a uh, crime agency. Yeah, there's so much happening with the U.N. right now. I'm sure anybody who's following the, uh, the fake media knows all about what's going on in New York. They're having the uh, Secretary General's uh, Climate Summit, and they brought this uh, autistic Swedish girl over so they could exploit her and put her in front of the cameras, mm-hmm. and she can whine about global warming. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an absolute disgrace. What an embarrassment. That, uh, you know, How old was she? Would, Young? Was she? Uh, I think when she started this, she was 14 or 15. Oh, I think now she may be okay. 16. Okay. But, um, you know, they've been parading her around in front of the cameras for years now. Actually, I was at the UN Climate Summit in Poland in December, and uh, they put her up on a pedestal, and all the adults, oh, no, she's speaking truth to power. <laughs> Come oh. on. Um, so embarrassing. Yeah. But, um, you know, one of the articles that I wrote recently has to do with the UN uh, Office on Drugs and Crime. It's a major UN agency. It's based in Vienna. Uh, right now, it's run by a former Soviet diplomat, Yuri Fedotov, and uh, one of his favorite things to do is to attack the United States. Uh, you know, oh, how terrible that the United States government won't uh, shred its constitution and order all states to do what we say they think that, you know, what we think mm-hmm. they ought to do. But uh, his term is about to expire, mm-hmm. and so they're now looking for new candidates, and surprise, Communist China has just the right man for them. Uh, his name is Andy Tsang, and uh, his big claim to fame is that he helped uh, brutalize Hong Kong protesters who just, you know, wanted a little bit of liberty and didn't want to be uh, further oppressed by the communist Chinese government. Uh, now he runs, uh, he's the vice or the deputy leader of the China National Drug and Narcotics Control Board, and uh, they have a stellar reputation for torturing and abusing prisoners, for using them as slave labor, for them to work 18 hours a day for seven days a week manufacturing trinkets. The communist Chinese dictatorship can have more blood money to build up its military. Wow. So, uh, you know, great candidate right after uh, communist China got hold of the U.N. Food and Agriculture Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get the U.N. Office on Drugs and Crime, that will mean they officially run one third of all the U.N.'s specialized agencies. So uh, people should let that sink in. Wow. You might want to say that again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's incredible. Oh. One third of all the U.N. specialized agencies will be under Chinese control. Uh, for perspective, uh, there's one American running one U.N. agency. Wow. And we pay all the bills, right? I mean, yeah. we're the American taxpayers, the one who pays for this whole farce. Oh, my gosh. That is that is shocking. That is shocking. Yeah. I, I, hope, I hope that's it resonating is. with people. We don't realize how yeah. far, how much is being done, you know, behind the curtain, if you know you can even say that. There's just so much being done in the way of uh, those, those relationships and bolstering, you know, and, and having that bolstered up. And, and, uh, and, then, and then we realize it when it's too late. You know what I mean? It's always, yep. it's a little too late by the time we catch on. Yeah, and, and this happened quickly and very quietly under the radar. Uh, only now is it, you know, we've been reporting it in the New American for many years, so readers of the New American uh, and listeners to this show, because you and I have discussed this before, uh, will be familiar with this stuff. But to most Americans, they're only just now learning about communist China's takeover of the U.N. And, uh, you know, obviously the establishment has a prepackaged narrative. It's all Trump's fault, right? What they won't tell you is that this began many, many years before Trump 
Mm-hmm. Uh, even considered running for the presidency. What they won't tell you is that the Council on Foreign Relations, the deep state in America, uh, made this happen, brought this about. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, communist Chinese uh, cunning and ingenuity that made this possible. It was very strong support from globalists and deep state operatives in the United States, and this can all be proven. It's very well documented. Uh, now they're trying to blame it all on Trump just to score political points. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a very dangerous trend. And if you look at the agencies that the U.N. control or that uh, the Communist Chinese control now, uh, they're very strategic about what they're going after. Uh, I'll give you an example. The International Telecommunications Union uh, is a U.N. agency that most people have never heard of. Mm-hmm. But this is the U.N. agency that's now in charge of the Internet. And mm-hmm. so they are developing now uh, regulatory tools for the Internet. They want to tax the Internet. Uh, the, the communist Chinese agent who runs this agency now, his name is Howland Tsao, and um, they asked him right when he got the spot. I think the New American was one of the very few publications in the United States that even reported on this. Um, they asked him, so, well, you know, what about all the censorship? Right? You, mm-hmm. you guys in China, you guys love to censor the Internet, and, you know, you don't let people post their political opinions. Uh, how can we be so sure you're not going to do that at the global level now that you're running the International Telecommunications Union? And uh, Howland Zhao responds, well, you know, censorship's in the eye of the beholder. You know, what you think is censorship (laughs) might not be censorship to us. That's where they're coming from, right? This is totalitarianism and a totalitarian dictatorship. The government that has murdered more human beings than any other in human history um, is now officially taking over the architecture of global governance. That should concern you. It does. It does. And I think people go, okay, but... My gosh, how do you think that will will affect things? Well, you can look to the social credit that they're using, right? You can look to um, a lot of the a lot of the different uh, things that they think are just hunky dory. And you know, do we implement those here? Because people people will automatically, I think, think, well, yeah, but they can't they can't do stuff here to us. They can, they can't you know they don't have that kind of influence. I think that's what people think. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm actually working on an article right now. It'll be the cover story in the New American very soon mm-hmm. about the UN increasingly acting like a global government. Um, you know, just just in the last few months, mm-hmm. they've started barking orders at us uh, on abortion. You know, they say, "Oh, the U.S. government must intervene. You can't have all these states, uh, you know, criminalizing the murder of unborn babies." Oh, the borders. You know, the UN has to come take over the border because it's uh, unacceptable. International law requires you to have an open border and accept anybody who shows up there and says that they're mm-hmm. playing violence or, or you know, poverty or whatever it is. So they are now treating the U.S. government like a subservient, like an administrative unit in a, in a broader system. This is very troubling. I, I figured we'd kind of have a reprieve from that under mm-hmm. Trump. Because Trump has been uh, pretty outspoken on these things. But uh, unfortunately, it's continuing. And for people who doubt that uh, the U.N. has influence over policy in America, uh, just think of U.N. Agenda 2030 as, as one example. The Communist Chinese, they bragged right after it was adopted that they had played a crucial role in developing it and moving it forward and, and, you know, ironing out the details and the ideological underpinnings of it. Really, if you read it, it's just a basically a recipe for global technocracy and totalitarian socialism. Um, and yet, even under the Trump administration, I've, I've received documents from people working within the bureaucracies showing that the U.S. government has uh, agreements with U.N. agencies and that they are actively implementing this Agenda 2030 in the United States as we speak. So, um, you know, it's a concrete example of mm-hmm. communist Chinese control over the U.N. having real-world consequences right here in this country. 
That's so true. Because when they talk water, I always remind people about this. You know, when they say how much water somebody should have, we all think it's the water we have now. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, You get half a shower. Uh, That's about how much water you would get in total, by the way, for cooking, cleaning, everything, according to their estimation. So sometimes we project what we think is fair onto onto these organizations and onto these countries who think something fair is entirely different and that's where the disconnect is is that we all both we, we both have def, different definitions of fair of what of what people should have or shouldn't have what's a right what's not a right i mean we just think that our expectations are what's going to happen that's that's not it yeah you're right Kate. and this really goes to you know, the big picture i love what you said about rights uh, you know, the U.N. loves to talk about rights, but what we need to understand is the U.N. has a completely alien notion of rights to what Americans understand as rights. You know, when when Americans think of rights, they think of, you know, the Declaration of Independence, our founding mm-hmm. fathers. They said we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and are endowed by their creator mm-hmm. with certain inalienable rights. Mm-hmm. Well, the U.N. takes the exact opposite view. Uh, if you go, for example, to their foundational human rights document, the, U, you know, the U.N. Universal Universal Declaration of Human Rights, what a mouthful. Um, Article 8 tells you that government and, and law and international agreements grant rights, not God. That mm. means they can take them away. Thank Article you. 29 says they can but, be revoked at any time. So this wow. is totally different than we're our gonna, We're going to come right back more with Alex Newman when we come back. Stay with us. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. The most advanced breakthroughs in sleep have always started with Tempur-Pedic. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Tempur-Pedic technology was designed for NASA, for astronauts for crying out loud. It doesn't get any more scientifically advanced than that, but you don't need a degree in physics to appreciate it. You just have to sleep on it. And with the Pro Adapt line, Tempur-Pedic takes it to an entirely new level of comfort. Try a Tempur-Pedic Pro Adapt today at Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. The all-new 2019 Lincoln MKC at Kent Garf St. George Ford Lincoln is the smoothest ride in town with great features like adaptive suspension, which monitors and adjusts to fit your preferred driving experience, or Wi-Fi standard hotspot. The Lincoln MKC has got it. Right now, you can get 0% interest for 60 months on the new 2019 Lincoln MKC and up to $7,000 off MSRP of $51,710. Kent Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, we hear you. Some restrictions apply. OAC through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Want to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Saturday mornings at 9 on St. George News Radio, 1450. 
Okay, guys, so our last attempt at finding a jingle for Tango didn't go so well, but we have some new ideas. Tagingo Car Wash, we're the ones to help you till your car gets clean the full service. Car Wash Center makes your car wash so much cleaner. Tag and Go Express Car Wash, the best express car wash store. Ah, 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 get a clean car. Ah, 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 at Tag and Go Car Wash. T-t-t-tag and Go Car Wash. Clean car, clean car, yeah. Uh, pretty sure those are taken, too. How about Tango Express Car Wash, now with five locations across southern Utah. Have you heard about the best kept secret in town? Below retail liquidation? If not, you will now. This family-owned outlet focuses on saving you money. You'll find home improvement, plumbing, flooring, and even clothing marked at over 50% off. You've got to see the furniture, small appliances, and the highly sought-after carports, RV covers, barns, sheds, garages, and shops. Wow, they have everything at Below Bargain Pricing. They have something for everyone. Follow them on Facebook at Below Retail Liquidation Outlet and visit them at 1469 Sunset Boulevard, St. George. Don't miss Financial Strategies. Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies is brought to you by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1497455. Hi, this is Carla Mar for Newbie Buick incredible fall savings going on right now on a number of vehicles, both 2019s and 2020s. For example, a 2020 Terrain Denali, Summit White, stock number 09226, now discounted $5,137, final price $39,348. A 2020 2500 GMC HD SLT Crew Cab Standard Box in Onyx Black, stock number 08748, now discounted $10,854. Your Newbie Buick Price 57,926. Here's a 2020 Terrain SLE, Summit White in color, stock number 09311, a savings of $4,525. Now sale priced at Newbie Buick for $27,740. You'll save over $14,500 on a 2019 GMC 1500 SLT. Fall savings for you going on right now at Newbie Buick, 1629 South Convention Center Drive in St. George. My husband and I met at a strip mall dance. It was a beautiful op- strip mall. I had seen my husband before at a big rally at the highway on ramp for all the men who had enlisted. He was going to war. Four years later, we married at the little convenience store downtown. When we lose a historic place, we lose a part of who we are. To learn how you can help protect places in your community, visit nationaltrust.org. History is in our hands. A message brought to you by the National Trust for Historic Preservation and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. to the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're tuned in, and uh, you can get the podcast on katedalyradio.com. I have a great guest in this hour, Alex Newman, and in the next hour, we're going to be talking with Dean Sessions on Universal Model on Science. It's going to be a fascinating hour there, too. I'm so glad to have Alex Newman in because he's one of the only journalists I trust, so that's saying something, um, because uh, I know a lot of journalists, but he's the, he's the one that I really, you know, I just know Alex uh, really cares about the truth, and talking world events with 
with him. We're talking about 2030, um, uh, Global Agenda 2030. And you might want to just describe Agenda 21 and then 2030 and how those two kind of correlate and and what 2030 is. Maybe the two-minute you know, upshot so people that are new to the show would understand what we're talking about. Yeah, well, thank you, Kate. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a great idea because, you know, new people are waking up every day and tuning into shows like this one and subscribing mm-hmm. to the New American Magazine every day. So it's important to give people kind of a recap of what we've been talking about for a long time. So Agenda 21, back in 1992, all the governments in the world, all the national governments of the world, met in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And uh, under the leadership of George H.W. New World Order Bush, right, the mm-hmm. guy who, who bragged that he was right. going to implement a new world order where the U.N.'s peace troops would bring about the vision of the U.N.'s founders, um, under his leadership, they created Agenda 21, which, you know, if you read what they were saying, if you read the document mm-hmm. itself, it's very clear. This is an international institutional agreement aimed at undermining liberty and private property rights and national sovereignty all over the world, uh, primarily through local and, and subnational governments. So they mm-hmm. went and they tried to conscript uh, local governments, county governments, state governments into this effort. Uh, Bill Clinton created an executive order to start implementing this at all levels throughout society. Um, and then in Chapter 36, they tell you the, the key uh, strategy in all this is to quote unquote educate the children. Right? They say it's going to be indispensable to changing people's attitudes so that mm-hmm. they'll get on this bandwagon. Right. Well, fast forward um, well until 2015, and they got uh, Agenda 2030, which is uh, you know very similar in, in terms of its ideological underpinnings, in terms of uh, the goal. But there are some important differences. Uh, for one, it's much blunter and much more to the point rather than, you know, wasting hundreds of pages outlining all this. They do it um, in a very, very small space. They've got 17, they call them sustainable development goals. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a few that are for window dressing. You know, we're going to end hunger and we're going to end poverty. You must be some kind of monster if you don't think the U.N. should end uh, poverty and, and hunger and all those things. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you really boil it down, what you see is that it's kind of like Agenda 21, but on steroids. And this time they target national governments and uh, also regional governments, like the European Union, like the African Union, the Union of South American States, uh, Putin, mm-hmm. the Eurasian Union, and on and on. And uh, they're, they're much more bold about just openly admitting what they want. So take goal number 10, for example. They'll tell you that uh, it's not enough anymore just to have national socialism. Now we need global socialism. We need to redistribute the wealth within and among countries. We need to have uh, we need to share the wealth, share the resources, have equitable access and distribution of the means of life, which is, you know, direct mm-hmm. Marxist rhetoric. Right. Um, you keep going on, you know, they have um, a goal that's dedicated entirely to government controlled health care, and they say abortions and vaccines need to be for everybody. Uh, you have goal number four, which deals with children. They tell you that your children are going to be critical agents of change and that we need to so thoroughly brainwash them. That, I mean, they don't use the term brainwash, but they use educate that uh, not only will they just passively submit to this totalitarian ideology of sustainable development, but they'll embrace it. Uh, they'll mm-hmm. promote it is the term that's used in this document. So it's very, very dangerous. Uh, I call it a, a roadmap to uh, totalitarian global government. And the head of the U.N. General Assembly had a similar term for it. Uh, he, uh, his name was Peter Thomas when mm-hmm. they adopted this. And he said this was the new master plan for humanity. And, uh, you know, you can tell a lot about it because the dictators were all jumping up and down about how great this was. Uh, Robert Mugabe, the genocidal mass murdering dictator who enslaved Zimbabwe, uh, he took the floor and he said this was going to usher in this wonderful, brave new world is literally the term he used, but in Mm -hmm. a positive sense. 
um, where you know we were going to all share the prosperity and all this stuff. So very, very dangerous, Kate. It's a, mm-hmm. basically a, a roadmap to global totalitarianism. And, of course, we were never asked about it, right? Our Senate yeah. didn't even ratify it. They just told us it's done. Every country in the world has agreed. Now uh, prepare to submit. Jeez. <laughs> and, and so it's hard to fight unless you can get them to, what, retract our involvement? I mean, I, not, not likely, of course, but, I mean, can you fight against us at all? Well, you know, I think from a legal perspective, if the law were interpreted uh, properly, the whole thing falls on its own, right? Mm -hmm. The U.S. Constitution is still technically the supreme law of the land in this country, and uh, the U.S. Constitution does not authorize most of the things that this agreement calls for. Uh, So even if it were ratified legitimately as a treaty, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson was clear on this, the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court ruled on this as recently as 1957, the federal government cannot just grant itself new powers by signing treaties. If the federal government wants new powers, it has to get a properly ratified constitutional amendment to granted those powers. And uh, you know, just signing a treaty with the Dictators Club does not confer any new authority on the U.S. government. So since the U.S. government doesn't have authority to do abortions for everyone and vaccines for everyone and global and uh, national wealth redistribution and all these other things that this document calls for, uh, there's no legal legitimacy for it. So in that sense, you know, all we really need to do is awaken and empower the American people and this whole thing falls flat. Nice. Unfortunately, most people don't realize what's happening, and so most of most of the American people are not even in the fight because they don't even know it's taking place. Oh, that's the biggest. Uh, it's the biggest hurdle. That's the biggest hurdle. It's what we do. What we do. Um, wow. So, talk to me a little bit more about uh, 2030, and because uh, I know we went to a break um, when you were citing some stuff, and I, I didn't want to interrupt you, and and so um, if you wanted to go back there, we can. If you wanted to talk, yeah. About well, that. you know, I, I appreciate it, Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this agenda 2030, you know, outside of America, this is now being talked about all over the place. And mm-hmm. uh, I know you and I discussed a little bit before the show one of the articles I did uh, last week that I think would be very interesting to your listeners. Uh, they had this global conference of um, all these religious leaders, a thousand different religious leaders from all over the world came together in Lindau, Germany, for the uh, 10th uh, World Conference of Religions for Peace. Mm-hmm. And so you had. Uh, senior Catholic clerics, you had uh, senior leaders of certain mainline uh, Protestant denominations in the United States, you had Russian Orthodox leaders, you had Muslim leaders, Hindu leaders, Shinto leaders, pagan leaders, um, you know, spirit worshipers, ancestor worshipers, uh, uh, all these different religious leaders came together. Mm-hmm. And uh, their final declaration, I encourage people to go read it and, uh, you know, compare it with what's written in your Bible, first and foremost. But what you'll see is that at every point in this document, they always tie it back to Agenda 2030. So we need, we need to encourage our congregations to invest their money in accordance with Agenda 2030. We need to structure, we need to create green congregations to advance Agenda 2030. You know, everything revolves around Agenda 2030, and that's what the U.N. wants. They want all government policy. They want all economic activity. They want all social policy to revolve around this, what they call the master plan for humanity. Uh, now they're bringing the religious leaders on board. And so this is a full-out war on individual liberty, on uh, biblical religion, on the American understanding of individual liberty, human rights, etc. And, um, you know, the consequences of not dealing with this, of allowing this to proceed, uh, I think are going to be catastrophic. So mm-hmm. it's very important that people get up to speed on this and get involved. You talked about religion. Uh, do you want to hit on that just a little bit? Because the people over here think, well, we're very kind of separate over here in our religions. I mean, what does that mean? What, what are they aiming for? What would that look like? 
Yeah, you know, again, I encourage people to go uh, first read the article and then go read the, the declaration that these people adopted. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some very obvious clues about what's going on here. You know, again, these people pretend to represent um, religions, and, and in particular, a lot of them pretend to represent Christianity. Well, it's very clear that what they're doing doesn't align with anything that the Bible teaches. In fact, the Bible specifically condemns a lot of what happened there. But you can tell a lot about the real agenda and how important this is by the people who were involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me give you an example. The Secretary General of this conference was an American, and uh, he was a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, which is probably the premier deep state organization here in the United States, a fanatical devotion to sub- submerging the United States into this all-powerful one-world government, to quote uh, U.S. Admiral Chester Ward, who spent 16 years in the CFR and then defected. And uh, this guy's term, who ran the organization, um, actually expired during the conference that they had in Lindau, Germany, and he was replaced by a new leader, uh, Dr. Uh, I think it was Dr. Azam. Mm-hmm. And her own background is quite telling as well. Uh, she came out of the UN Population Fund, and uh, oh, you know wow. that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people, most people in America have not even heard of this organization, but it is the UN's uh, population control arm. They have a, <laughs> a fanatical, zealous effort. You know to control the population, reduce the number of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were exposed with, uh, in congressional testimony in our Congress a few years ago, they were exposed for their partnership with the communist Chinese government in the perpetration of forced abortions to enforce wow. China's population control policies. So that's where these people are coming from. Jeez, my head's spinning. Um, all right. I want to talk a, a little bit about re-education camps, too. And I know we'll end up talking about this on the other side of the break in a few minutes as well. But we still have a few minutes to talk about this right now. And uh, and I know this has got to be concerning to people because it's going on now. That's what we're not. We just don't. I don't think we realize this is going on right now. Yeah, it, it really is incredible. Uh, you know, the fake media hasn't wanted to discuss it much. The U.N. has done everything possible to mm-hmm. avoid any discussion of it. But um, the communist Chinese government has well over a million people locked into re-education camps in western China, in the uh, Shanxing, uh region of China. They, they, the people who live there often call it East uh, Turkestan. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, these are Uyghur peoples. They're ethnically different from the Han Chinese, who make up the overwhelming majority of China's population. And many of them are, are Muslim. They're Islamic. Uh, you know, not necessarily the Wahhabi Islam that comes out of Saudi Arabia. But, uh, you know, they have an allegiance to their god mm-hmm. that is higher than their allegiance to the Communist Party of China. Right. And the Communist Party of China doesn't like it. And so they've decided, uh, you know, it's a very small population. There's maybe 10, 15 million of them in western China. And China now has more than a million of them. Some estimates say as many as 3 million of them locked up into these re-education camps. They're bulldozing their old historic cities and brainwashing them and torturing them uh, in these concentration camps. And the U.N. knows all about it. Um, and you know, as we'll talk about on the other side of the break, uh, this actually came up recently in the UN Human Rights Council. Uh, there was a, an effort by a coalition of non-governmental organizations, almost 150 non-governmental organizations, mm-hmm. trying to raise this as a discussion point at the UN Human Rights Council. And uh, the UN bent over backwards to prevent any discussion about it. In fact, they wouldn't even allow the complaint to be published. You know, standard operating procedure there is that when a complaint comes up, it's published and it's circulated among the members. Right. And uh, in this case, they violated their own processes, their own protocols, to make sure that uh, there would be no criticism of communist China. And you compare and contrast that with how they treat America. Oh, my goodness, your gun rights are a violation of international human rights law. Oh, my goodness, you have free mm-hmm. speech. That's a violation of international human rights law. 
So concentration camps for a million Muslims, not a violation of human rights law. Second Amendment, First Amendment, violation of international human rights law. So now I think people are starting to get the picture of what we're dealing with here. Um, and it goes to the core of what the United Nations is and what their agenda is. Right. Wow. All right. We're going to come right back. Um, there's a couple of things going right here, right here, going on here. I could talk today. Uh, right, uh, right in our own backyard that are so, and, and not that this isn't, this is too. And I think that's the whole point is that it's going on right now. Um, but some cases I want to talk about when we come right back, you'll want to hear these. Be right back with Alex Newman. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Santa Clara's annual Swiss Days celebration is here on September 26th through 28th. Swiss Days is truly a hometown celebration full of history and fun. Swiss Days community dinner will be held on Thursday night. And come see the fun Swiss Days vendor booths, Friday night concert, 5K, breakfast, parade, and the new activities tent on the North Lawn. It's a three-day festival you don't want to miss. Thank you to the Swiss Days sponsors, Sunrock, St. George News, Canyon Media, St. George Shuttle, State Bank of Southern Utah, Republic Services, Snow Jensen and Reese, House of Jones. KSL Classifieds, Mountain America Credit Union, and Bloomington Dental. How would you like to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Friday afternoons at 5. On St. George News Radio, 1450. Has this ever happened to you? You decide that you're going to get healthy. You fill your fridge with fruits and veggies. You get a gym membership. You stock up on hundreds of dollars worth of vitamins and supplements. Then, one day, you open your medicine cabinet. You see hundreds of dollars worth of vitamins and supplements that you stopped taking because it was just too overwhelming. Do I take this before, during, or after a meal? Do I take this one in the morning or at night? Do I take one, two, or three of these a day? If this has happened to you, let Stuckey Family Pharmacy help with their free prepackaging service. It's so simple. Just choose your farm pharmaceutical-grade supplements from Stuckey's Vast Selection and let Sam and his team package them up by day and time. You won't have to remember anymore. Just tear off that day's package and you're good to go. You won't miss a dosage. You'll take everything as directed and you won't ever again waste hundreds of dollars on supplements that you stopped taking. Ask about free prepackaging at Stuckey Family Pharmacy, voted best pharmacy in Southern Utah. Find them off Telegraph near Kohl's or at StuckeyFamilyPharmacy.com. 
September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and for every new Hyundai sold, Finley will donate $200 to Hope on Wheels in your name. Right now, get up to $4,000 total savings or lease on a new 2019 Sonata SE for as little as just $198 per month. Get up to $2,750 total savings or lease on a new 2019 Santa Fe SE all-wheel drive for as little as $289 a month. Hyundai comes with Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles, powertrain limited warranty. Come get your new Hyundai this month, and Finley will donate $200 to Hope on Wheels, helping kids with cancer. Finley Hyundai on the saving side of the freeway, because we believe in you. FinleyHyundaiStGeorge.com. Sonata stock number HY7630, Santa Fe number HY7436, 36-month lease with 10,000 annual mileage and $23.99 due with signing. Price does not include tax, title, license, and registration dealer fees or dealer-installed options on approved credit. See dealer for details. Offer expires 9-30-2019. Save every day at Finley Hyundai. Living in southern Utah means it's hot. That's why you need Stuart Awning. Experts building shade in the desert for more than 40 years. With help from our design professionals, Stuart Awning will transform your backyard into a summer paradise. We've helped families for decades enhance their outdoor living at home, always at a great price, leaving you completely satisfied. Take advantage of our always free and prompt estimates. We are the shade experts. Before you buy an awning, always get a quote from Stuart Awning. Find them today at stewardawning.com. Amazon, Google, great things can come out of a garage. And over at Garage Doors Only, we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We service, repair, and install garage doors and openers. Give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. Check out our reviews by Googling Garage Doors Only. And let's make great things happen in your garage this year. There's a resort called Give Kids the World, where children with life-threatening illnesses can fill their week with pure joy. Kids and their families indulge in simple pleasures like swimming, visiting local Orlando theme parks, and eating unlimited ice cream, all for free. Call 800-995-KIDS or visit the Give Kids the World website at gktw.org and help give them a time to remember. Brought to you by Give Kids the World and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. That's really, really where I'm going to. If I ever get out of here, that's what I'm going to do. Catman do. I think it's really where I'm going to Welcome back. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. And, uh... Uh, there's also Patreon and PayPal buttons uh, that you can use if you want to donate to the show to keep the show uh, going. And, of course, it goes right to the show. I uh, always appreciate that and always appreciate you listening in. Um, I have the great Alex Newman with me, and uh, we're just talking about all kinds of different uh, cases and, and different things to be aware of. There's always so much. Um, and Alex is just such a fantastic uh, journalist, too. Uh, you can catch him on The New American. And what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's Alex Newman underscore J-O-U, as in journalism. J-O-U. He's got his finger on the pulse, I'll tell you that much. Uh, you're always global. You're always traveling everywhere. Um, so tell me a little bit about what happened in Virginia. Yeah, so this is an interesting story, too, and it's the kind of thing that you know we would expect from some totalitarian government or maybe even one of the Western European governments now that mm-hmm. have completely lost their minds. Right. But uh, it's not something that you expect in Virginia, you know, <laughs> as a place that was literally founded by Christians for Christians, right? Um, so what happened was that there was a realtor there. Her name is uh, Hadassah Carter, 
and mm-hmm. she had a, an email signature on her email that said, Jesus loves you, and she had a website, and she had John 3.16 listed on the website. And uh, one day she called the government to report uh, what she thought was going was a case of uh, discrimination, you mm-hmm. know, where, where somebody wouldn't uh, rent to uh, somebody due to their race or whatever. And the government found this little signature that said that Jesus loves you at the bottom, and they said, oh, my goodness, that is discrimination right there. So they, uh, long story short, they came after her. Mm-hmm. Uh, they threatened her. They threatened uh, the real estate brokerage that she works under. And um, they basically ordered her to stop it. They said it was uh, discriminatory to say something like that in your email or on your website. They ordered her to stop. They ordered her uh, employer to do um, monitoring of her. They're supposed to monitor her emails and her website to make sure no religious statement ever appears there again. And um, incredible stuff. Uh, fortunately, the American uh, Council for Law and Justice, the ACLJ, uh, has filed a lawsuit now against the state of Virginia. So that that um, litigation is ongoing. So uh, Hadassah is not allowed to talk about this publicly because of the ongoing litigation. But uh, it is insane. And I think it shows you where these uh, oh-so-tolerant people are going. You know, right. If and when they are able to, they, they fully intend to stamp out every last vestige of Christianity from public life. And if you disagree, they will come after you with a vengeance. Yeah, it's, uh, believe me, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I've been dealing with that today. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how unhinged everybody walks around now. Um, that, uh, in the, in the, in the liner I was pointing to, um, uh, the, you know, the, the fact that you could be offended and then, well, you're offended. I mean, we, we used to think that that was something that you just sort of dealt with because that was your emotional response to something. But now it's uh, it's if you're offended, then somebody has abused you. Our language is just so crazy right now. You know, everybody's a, everybody's a bigot, a racist, uh, uh, a homophobe. There's no gray area. You're either with us or against us. And, and it's, it's a bizarre world that we have created in thinking that our language now, that, that anything can unhinge everybody. Uh, and I know you've dealt with this in the past, too. Yeah, I have on multiple occasions. Death fact, threats, I just recently else. on my speaking tour, I was going through Virginia, and um, a group called the Nasty Women of Dorchester County called the pastor of a church I was <laughs> going to speak at, and they threatened him. If you let Alex come and speak, wow. we're going to protest. And, oh, yeah, that's just crazy. Um, I wrote an article in uh, about a drag queen coming into a middle school in Colorado for career day. The school literally invited a man dressed in a dress to come talk to the kids about career day, middle school kids, mind mm-hmm. you. And um, I wrote an article about it. And I, I didn't even say anything particularly inflammatory. I just uh, asked, I, I just pointed out it wasn't clear whether they also invited in uh, prostitutes and strippers. <laughs> and um, also I, I expressed my opinion at the end that it's, it's inappropriate to present this kind of stuff to middle school children in a taxpayer-funded facility where the bulk of parents uh, would think that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I stir up a hornet's nest. Uh, the drag queen was called Jessica Lahore. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh he rounded up this whole mob of uh, fellow drag queens and LGBT fanatics, and they came after me. They started bombarding me with emails and posts on Facebook. And, uh, they said I should. I actually got screenshots of a lot of this. So they said I should kill myself because oh, I wasn't boy. tolerant enough. You know, th- that's how tolerant they are, right? You disagree with them, you should die. Um, <laughs> I mean, these people will absolutely trample all over us if we let them. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's actually. 
kind of scary. It's dangerous. A lot of these people are unhinged. Uh, you know, you see this guy who went on a shooting spree in uh, Ohio. The guy was an uh, absolute fanatic when it comes to leftism. You know, he was a Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren supporter. He uh, was a Satanist. Uh, just absolute lefty wanted gun control. Then the guy down in uh, in Texas, you know, believed the same kind of lies. There's oh, there's too many people or right? the same kind of lies that the United Nations promotes. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a lot of unhinged people out there, and, and I understand that people get intimidated and don't want to speak up anymore. People who are disgusted by all this, yeah. uh, they're too afraid to speak out because they worry, you know, they're going to come for my job, they're going to come for my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not how a free society should be. I mean, that should not be happening in America. It's grotesque and it needs to stop. The bullying, the intimidation. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty yeah. fierce. It's pretty fierce, based all based on I was offended and I don't like what you said instead of just saying, well, I don't like what you said. But that, that's the society yeah. I remember growing up in. We just have a totally different one now. But the reason that we got here is that we caved to it too and i mean we, we've got to speak out though and we can't we can't be silenced that's not okay i mean we can't be quiet because we're afraid of the attacks i can't tell you how many people um I, I wrote a post asking you know the telling the lgbt you know live and let live i get it i'm i'm all for that i'm all for the american way that's what it's supposed to be about but can we can we define what acceptance is can we define what agenda is can we can we talk about that and uh, oh no oh no you're not allowed to talk about that and so um so what i find uh, kind of strange is that instead of just Instead of just talking about that, it's, you know, it it goes to the extreme language and the extreme insults and the extreme, like you said, you know, go kill yourself, all all of these things. And the only reason we got there is because for a long time we were quietly just kind of quietly going about our business, just hoping they'd mellow out. But that's not exactly what's going on. And I'm not talking about the whole LGBT or the whole groups of anything, because there's always a segment of faction, right? Alex, that, that, that is yeah. that way that does that. But you know, there's a lot of really good people out there in every group. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's interesting, Kate, because at every step of the way, they always told us that their goal was something that it wasn't, right? First, oh, we just don't want to, you know, have to live in the closet. We just want to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not have uh, sodomy be criminalized, right? right. So in, in uh, the early 2000s, the Supreme Court decriminalized sodomy. Uh, they, they also talked the uh, American Psychiatric Association, the people who vote on things, to quit calling a homosexuality a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what they told us that's all they wanted, right? We just don't want to be right. persecuted. We just don't want to go to jail for doing what we want to do. Great point. And it was some, oh, well, now we need a homosexual marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And then they got that, right? And they said, oh, all we want is homosexual marriage. It's not going to infringe on your rights, nothing. Uh, now, you know, we just saw the Equality Act passed. Now they want to force churches to mm-hmm. jump on this bandwagon and affirm homosexual so-called marriages. So every time they move the goalposts, we need to realize that uh, every time they achieve their publicly stated goal, they go for more. And if you want to see how this ends, you know, you can take a sneak preview. Look at Sweden. Look at the U.K., where they're literally throwing pastors and evangelists in prison for quoting scripture on homosexual behavior. Uh, this is not going to end well. Uh, in fact, and, and you're, you're right. There's a lot of LGBT people, people who are, uh, you know, identify as homosexuals. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think they should internalize that as part of their identity any more than an adulterer should, you know, publicly internalize that as his or her identity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of them who just want to live their lives, right? They're not out there in everybody's faces demanding that everybody bow down to them and, and affirm them and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, celebrate this and have pride in it all. Uh, but there is, you know, I, I think what's going on here is the LGBT movement is being used as a battering ram to break down the church, to break down resistance. And, and ultimately to break down what's left of our Christian-style civilization. 
Oh, and the amen. consequences of that, if and when they succeed, are going to be absolutely horrifying. And I think the LGBT movement is going to find that out very quickly as well. Oh, that's a great comment, because I think um, where the disconnect is, is what are what we view as acceptance. And so if if you if you just live your life and you're gay or you're I don't care. I don't care what you are. Right. What religion you are, whatever. Just live your life. That That's just totally fine with me. Um, but I think once you once you say that the that the goal is that the community has to um, justify and has to be behind me and has to has to um, uh, champion my cause and embrace what I'm doing and believe in what I'm doing um, with with near a negative word, you know, just just or a critique of any kind, but just 100 um, percent. Then once you have to have that from your community, otherwise you can't live happy, then it turns into the agenda driven. Um, why do you need the community behind you? Why do you have to go change everybody to fit what you're doing you know i don't i don't i don't need the community to know you know to to get behind my religion <laughs> i mean i just am yeah. in my religion you know and so a lot of people are afraid to say anything i had a lot of people message me and say i'd love i just love what you said and i just wish i could say it because i can't though because of the blowback i can't put myself out there like that they'll go after my job my family um vandalize you know all kinds of of steps that they take in sort of this network to abuse people and i think that's so unfortunate it's so sad and i i I so wish that wasn't the case it's just it's it's just so sad to me that that is so it really is. And, and, and this is not what America is supposed to look like. This is mm-hmm. not what a free society is supposed to look like. Uh, it's very, very dangerous. It's malicious. And, uh, you know, and another thing that really bothers me is how they're forcing this on all the children. You know, yeah. if you look at what's going on now in government schools all across America, they're now promoting uh, homosexuality and transgenderism, you know, mutilation of genitals to have sex changes. They're promoting this to kids who are four and five years old. Um, you know, that's grotesque. Uh, mm-hmm. As the American College of Pediatricians put it, that's child abuse. Yeah. Uh, it needs to stop. You know, it needs to stop. Five-year-old kids don't need to be thinking about uh, gender, uh, genital mutilation to change uh, their, their gender, right? They don't need to be thinking about mm-hmm. um, homosexual activities. That's not something that our kids need to be thinking about. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I wish that we could have an honest discussion about this, that, that it didn't turn into, you know, people threatening and people calling your employer. And uh, it's very, very sad. And I think it is a testament to uh, how dangerous all this is, right? Mm-hmm. Every time they get what they claim they want, they go another step further. So where does this end? Yeah, right? I know. That's what I would like to know. Where is this going to end? Yeah. Now we see there's an, an effort and a concerted effort to normalize pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they were teaching it in the public schools in California. Yeah, it just came out a few days ago. They were normalizing it in a government university in San Diego. Yep. Uh, you know, talking about pedophilia as a sexual orientation. So, how far do these people intend to go? Um, you know, it's it's sick, and it needs to stop. No, oh, I so agree with you, and and you're right. And and as business owners, as small business owners across the country, you know, do you cave because somebody calls you and and uses their bully pulpit to to complain? Um, do you take that and do you do you take action? There's a lot of companies that will take action with one little you know person, one person saying something. I noticed that this group uh, that targeted me, uh, I must be in some chat room somewhere because they they're all using a form letter, um, 
acting like they're parading around as part of my own community. And so then, you know, people will feel like, oh, they're in our community. They feel this way. Oh my gosh, you know, I've got to do something. And I, I, and I, I would say to people, relax a little bit and realize that some of these people use these tactics. They use form letters. They have a network of people that do this. There's people that are paid to be trolls and do this. And that we have to be very aware of, of how they've up to that game. Yeah, so. and they do it all, with all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, when they bring in these drag queen story hours to libraries and schools and the community comes out to protest, uh, they'll bust uh, LGBT activists in from all over the state and even beyond to pretend like there's community support for this stuff, when really there's not. Uh, we've seen this happen over and over and over again. Um, and, and again, I think it just illustrates the, the enormity of the danger that our freedoms are facing, that our churches are facing, that our families are facing. And, uh, you know, again, we need to draw a line and say, you will not go any further. Stop right. intimidating people who don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Stop attacking their, their jobs and their businesses and threatening them. Um, you know, it's, it's got to stop, Kate. And mm-hmm. uh, congratulations to you for having the courage to stand up. Uh, I wish more Americans would, would take an example from you. Well, right back at you. Thanks, Alex. And, and, ahead, and, and, and yeah, these businesses, need they, they need to um, create that backbone and they need to um, not cave because it, it takes a lot of people in this to cave to those kinds of demands to make the demands work. And so we have to be kind of cognizant of that. Like as a, you know, as a whole populace, we've got to see what's going on so that we can all fight it together in all of our different ways. Otherwise, that kind of um, vitriol and, and, and disgusting kind of behavior, that bullying works. If they all cave and people's jobs are destroyed and people's lives are destroyed, then it, it's working and we can't let that work. So we've all got to take on that responsibility. Um, Thank you so much, Alex. You're such a gem. Uh, Make sure that you're getting uh, Alex's articles. And he is just so fantastic. You can find him over at The New American, lots of places uh, that he's working on. And uh, thank you so much, Alex. Keep at it. Thank you. You're a warrior. You're a warrior. Thank you. All right. And uh, thanks so much. Uh, Be right back uh, with a a special guest, uh, Dean Sessions. We're going to be talking about science. This is so fascinating. Do not miss this next hour. It's going to be fantastic. Be right back. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Cut through the smoke and mirrors and see current events through the lens of common sense. Think about how bad things must be at the federal level. For your state politicians to say, we're going to hold a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. In the end, there's only two things we need to do. One, take the time to get right with God and just remember to be kind. The Joe Carey Show, weekday afternoons at 12. 